Hi, I'm Suzanne. And I'm Peter. And we're back with Sex Advice for Seniors and somebody I've known for a while, Susie Sims Fletcher. We're, we're talking again, we're having a little bit of a series here talking about dating because people are so curious about dating at this age and people's experiences are so varied and so interesting. And I know you have no shortage of views on this topic. Susie. I have, um, hi everybody. I'm talking to you from New York and I just want to tell you that uh, there's a kind of saying here in New York City, over 38 you can't date. The 60-year-olds are dating 40-year-olds, the 50-year-olds date 30-year-olds, and the 30-year-olds date 20-year-olds. So if you are um, a ripe and fantastic person such as myself, who's very involved, I don't sit at home, I go out and do things, but I am um, Beatles age, if you get the reference, I'm uh, you are invisible. And I know this is a podcast, you can't see me. I'm freaking six feet tall and shrinking with seriously three feet of natural red hair, a little bit of COVID white around my face, and I am invisible in this city. Yeah, well, it's I think baffling. it's I think it's the same everywhere, really, and um, it happens to both genders, all genders, and uh, it's just part of the territory of age, really. Um, I disagree you with you, Peter. You just have to push through it. I disagree with you. Oh, when I go to other parts of the world outside of New York, um, I like to talk about being at the Dollar General store near my mom's in the middle of nowhere. St. Thomas, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. and I'm picking up whatever you get at the dollar store, and I go out to the rental car, and I'm going, that man was really nice, who had been talking to me in the um, in the alley, or the aisle, sorry, in front of who knows what, um, and I went, oh, wasn't he nice and friendly, and I went, oh my goodness, he's flirting with me, because <laughs> that's not what it was like to be flirted with, right. so I think in smaller areas, mm -hmm. Or maybe they just notice me more in smaller areas. Yeah, yeah, that, I think that's the thing. I, Big cities are um, are a different are a different kettle yeah. of fish, really. I found that I've yeah. been in Sheffield uh, for a week, and I found that I've spoken to more people um, in a week than I did in a, in a year in Oxford. You know, it's it just has a different vibe to it, and I'm sure New York is the same. London I know. is the same. Yeah, I mean, I talk to people families and tourists and um, blue-haired kids that are like, oh my goodness, I hope I'm as cool as you when I'm your age. Mm. Sometimes they say that and sometimes they just imply it. But yeah, as for um, dating potential. So what have you tried? What have you tried to get a date? Let's say over the years, um, because I'm sort of in a, a, a give up part right now I'll just keep going and maybe it'll fall in my lap almost no I shouldn't say all of them there are so many online dating services everybody knows okay cupid I I tried tinder for a very short amount of time um I tried bumble for a very short amount of time I did um match.com I have not done the one that advertises all the time that uh you fill out a long uh, questionnaire and you pay for it. Why can't I think of that? Isn't that match? Or, oh, oh, Harmony. Um, 
some harmony, e-harmony. e-harmony. Yeah. And I haven't done J date because I think that that would be a lie, but I know people <laughs> who are of the non-Jewish persuasion, which I am, uh, who have tried J date because they want, they're hoping to get somebody rich. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even rich, heard of, of JD. What is That's that? Jewish people. Oh, Jewish right. people. Right, that I, okay. I, I, I did JD and I matched up with my friend's husband, now husband. Um, he never he never approached me. He's married <laughs> to my friend. And I matched up with a guy who wanted a dominatrix and I ended up going back to his place and whipping him with a cat of nine tails, which I was not very good at. And <laughs> I think like, I think I caused him quite a lot of pain, but I didn't repeat that well, experience. That's the point, isn't it? <laughs> he said he just kept well, going out there. I know, some, I know some doms and some, you know, kind of leather folks. And no, there is a, definitely a skill yeah. and, and a technique. And, um, years and years ago, well, 20 years ago, I was asked to be a dom and people just laughed and said, no, you're too nice. Be like, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good at but that either. You go on Craigslist, um, which you're not allowed to do any of those sorts of things anymore. No. I was actually thinking about this this morning. They used to have a plat- strictly platonic section yeah. and being in New York. I could, I could go on, if you will, dates there because people coming in from out of town who just wanted someone to eat with or just had an extra ticket. Or I actually went to the um, Westminster dog show one time because <laughs> the guy said, my wife said she wouldn't go to any more of them and I'd never get a date. <laughs> and I show up and he goes, I'm taking a picture of you. It's like, great. Explain to me about that. I agree. Craigslist yeah. was really good for those kind of like ad hoc, just want to hang out with somebody get taken to a nice dinner, just do something nice. I used to do that stuff with people that were just traveling into town and go for some nice meals and just meet some interesting people. Mm. That's all. That's Where do you think they post that now? I don't know. That's a good question, actually. Where do they post? I see sometimes people do it on Tinder. They do, they do sometimes oh. do it on Tinder. I used to tourist date on Tinder um, a bit. In fact, my little yes. hack, just just my little hack while we're on that subject, Susie, is mm-hmm. that I went on a date with somebody who was quite well known um, by saying I was in London briefly and I was just looking for somebody to be my tour guide. I was only going to be here for a few days and I just wanted to like have an, you know, I just wanted to meet some people. And I went on this, I met this guy and then after a while I revealed to him that in fact I wasn't a tourist and I did actually live here and we ended up having a good time anyway. So it was fine, but it's a good, the thing is there's no um, risk attached, right? When you do that, because they think, Oh, she's going to be gone. She's going to be gone. We're just going to have fun. So, you know, Uh, and then you can just kind of have uh, some fun and go out for dinner and do stuff like that. So I can be a tourist in my own town, in this town because of my voice, obviously yeah. I can get, I can yeah. get away with pretending that I'm not actually. Yeah. From I, can, here. I can do that in Sheffield. Cause I'm <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quite clearly not from Yorkshire. <laughs> Unless I put the accent I come over to England, I'll do it. And maybe I'll get, um, yeah. Oh, I was going to make a royal joke. Maybe I'll get Andrew or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'll tell you a, an experiment I did on OkCupid once, and this is maybe eight years ago. I don't know when it was. Pandemic's messed up time. I put up a fake account. Oh, really? I took another redhead. It was um, it was a um, a picture that was in public domain. Yeah. She was a redhead, and she looked sort of like a little kitten, and she had her <laughs> bosoms all stuck up in the air. And I answered the questions like I thought somebody with like a 100 IQ would have. <laughs> and I've been a college professor. I travel a lot internationally. Um, and I do all sorts of sort of interesting things. Well, she just wanted, you know, and she talked like you can imagine, like, but it's all in writing. <laughs> I kid you not. Within like two hours, she had 64 responses. Yeah, I'm not surprised yeah. at all. It's the ideal scenario. Yeah. Yeah. And she answered such, she answered in such airy little things. Well, I don't know what you mean. You know, and that's the thing. So, um, but people were so kind to her. And uh, I didn't answer anything as a lie. I just answered it with a different tone of voice. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. I eventually told some people that's what was going on, especially the very few people that have responded to me as a regular person. Mm. Oh, right. But, you know, nobody hears the fast forward of it is no one wants to meet. Yeah. And I tell them, Ron, I don't want to be your pen pal. I don't have time for that. Yeah. And I sort of give them three back and forths. Yeah. And if they haven't said, let's do something, or if they're like, I will, you need to travel up to Westchester, which is like an hour and a half. Like, why aren't you coming into the city? Mm. You know? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, there well, there are all sorts of power games that go on in the de- in the whole dating scene, not just on Tinder. Or you know, I think my experience has been as a man. I, I don't know. Um, I've done relatively little of it. I've never even heard of some of the things you mentioned just now. These different apps, um, but my experience is that there's kind of quite a lot of power power gaming goes on. Um, getting you to do this huh. and getting you to do that and assumptions because you're the man you will do this and you will do that and you you know uh, and it's it's quite difficult I think um, as a man to get on the dating apps because um, quite often I mean men men are outnumber women sort of four five ten to one or whatever yeah yeah that's true yeah is it yeah well how come I'm not getting those 10 to 1 responding to me then. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I find that I get a lot of younger people. I get a lot of people, as you say, who are kind of pen pals who just want to text and show you their dick and stuff. And, um, which isn't, you know, that interesting. And (laughs) (laughs) cause I mean, you know, I mean, some are more interesting than others, Uh, you know? Yeah. I mean, some are nicer than others, but generally like I can't have a conversation with a penis. And so I kind of think that it's, (laughs) (laughs) as a microphone kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, but I do agree that in, I think in New York, especially, I don't, and I think New York is probably one of the hardest dating cities in the world because mm. 
I know even, you know, with my sons who are, you know, much younger and in that they're, they're almost in the opposite is that they're, they're sort of overwhelmed by choice and they think there's always somebody better around the corner. Oh, there must be somebody a little bit more this, a little bit more that a little bit. And, you know, my son actually did meet somebody on a dating app and they're very happy and, 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 um, but he got, he got really, I think he got tired of it. You know, it's, it's very, ex- I, I think it's quite exhausting. Yeah, it's just generally, it's mm. just exhausting in, in all the going back and forth and thinking, am I ever going to meet this person? And you know, whatever, have you ever met anybody that's turned into a friend that anything's ever happened? You know, like, have you ever decided oh, I just want to have sex and just gone for that? Or I, what's, what I keep thinking of is this one guy that seemed I've got sort of a rule that I tell them I only have an hour. Yeah. And then if it goes more than an hour, that's a bonus, right? Because you want to be able to boot. Yeah. Um, mm. Gosh, I've got three different things that came up. One poor man was a widow and I had free tickets to the Armory show, which is a big, big art show, which the tickets are like 50 bucks each or something. Mm. And he showed up dressed very nice and all black and things like that. And he was brand new to, to going back to dating and I'd made a joke. I said, well, make sure you bring me a gift. And, you know, I, they could have brought me a chiclet, you know, piece of gum. I just meant it as sort of a joke, right? Dude, he brought me a watch that probably cost over $100. No. And I, and I, yeah, and he gave it to me at this little cafe sort of over on the west side. And I opened it. My jaw dropped. And I, I didn't know what to do. It was like, oh, thank you. Is it okay? And it was like, yes. And I put it. And then I after we went to the armory show and he sort of followed me around as a wide eyed puppy at the art things because he didn't know art, which is mm. fine. I wrote to him later and I said, my friend, you, you have to take this back. And he goes, Oh, that's really good. Cause it's my son who was like 11's birthday <laughs> and I'll get it the money back buy him something. But I said, you're very, very <laughs> sweet. And I'd like to meet you after you world a little bit. Um, so I, I met him and I got a good gift. Um, so I've gone on a couple of, a couple of these one hour date things where I'm like, going, we're having a really good time. Mm. And then it's like, hey, get in touch if you ever want to get together again. And you can see that they're sort of enthusiastic, but life must get in the way and you just never hear from them yeah. again. Um, and then another guy that was attractive, um, age appropriate, that means 10 years younger or 10 years older. <laughs> so, um, but we were sitting there having sort of a happy hour drink. I only had one. I'm not a big drinker. That bothered him. All right. But then it turns out that he had dated a friend of mine recently who is about as opposite as me in personality, but not in physical description. We're both tall, kind of powerful women in the same kind of age group. She's a heavy drinker, or was anyway at that time. And uh, he was like, wow, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, as soon as you find out somebody's dated yeah, somebody, yeah. you know, <laughs> oh no, it's sort of put it. And he, he finished it. Peter, I'm interested in you saying power game because he finished it with, I'm interested in seeing you again. And it's in your ball court mm-hmm. now, if you want to get in touch. Yeah. And I said, or you get in touch with me. He goes, no, I've told you, <laughs> you get in touch with me. And I was like, F you. <laughs> like, well, he was like you know like no why 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 can't you it it became this you said it i never thought about it 
this power thing. I'm telling you what to do. Yeah. And I was, so who knows what yeah, happened. Same. That's so bizarre. So, Very familiar. I went, yeah. Um, I did go on an, an accidental date. We'll call it at Burning Man this year. I've been going for 20 years. This year, anybody that knows what, doesn't know what it is, it's a big festival on the desert near mm. Reno. And um, it used to be very different, blah, blah, blah. That's another story. But it was um, at the peak 105 this year. It was very, very hot. It was very uncomfortable, um, more so than in past years and lots of windstorms and things. And I had separated myself from my camp because I was in such a bad mood. I gave myself a timeout and I went on a kind of walkabout with my bike to take care of some things just to regain a sense of, of humanity. I was in a bad mood and um, I'm going to fast forward through this. And this man came over hearing that I was not in such a good mood when I was asking somebody for some information and he walked over and he had his arms out and he goes, do you want a hug? And I looked at him and I said, yes. And there's this thing that people want to put heart to heart. So you have to put your left side to their left side. And I never know which one they're doing. So it's sort of like when you're kissing in countries, like, are you a one kiss or two kiss? And then I always say Switzerland and go for three. But I'm looking at him and I've got some face blindness and I judge people by personalities. And so I snuck a picture of him at some point because he started going around with me for the day. And I took a picture when I was pretending I wasn't so that later on I could say to people, is this man very handsome or am I confused? And they were like, no, he's very handsome and he had negative three percent body fat not in an anorexic way <laughs> but like abs that at one point i i just like did something i just touched his stomach he was wearing like speedos basically it's burning man 100 degrees i was like oh my goodness that's your stomach anyway the fast forward of this is we spent the whole day it was delightful I mentioned my seat was crooked at the next place we stopped on our bicycles. All of a sudden he's messing with my bike. I said, what are you doing? Goes, you said your bike seat. I was like, you remembered something and are fixing it. We do all this literally ride into the sunset with a pink sky behind us. And I'm like, I've got to go back to my camp. People don't know where I am. And he go, he knew where I was going to be the next day. And I'm like going, this is never going to happen again. This is kind of mirage. He's going to go off. And a couple times during the day, he'd said, I just want to kiss you. And he'd lean in. I was like, I'm looking around. Like, Are we on like a, some TV show? So he says to me in this sunset of pink cotton candy, I really want to take a picture so I can remember this. And I'm like, well, there you go. I got my chance. I take pictures. I get back to my camp and I tell him, I'm sorry. I had to blah, blah, blah. And I said, would you look at this? <laughs> tell me if this man is is really. Tell me what you think of this man. <laughs> Several people of different ages, men and women, were like, "Oh my God, he's so <laughs> handsome! How did you get him?" And I was like, "All right, so I won." Um, and then um, I I did run into him later, and I'm again fast forwarding, and I said that woman we met at your camp, who you know she wasn't very talkative or friendly to me. I said, "Does she have a crush on you?" And he goes, who? And he, he gave her Playa name, which is your fake name that you use there. And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, no, that's my wife. <laughs> and <Brilliant>. scene. <laughs> but anyway, 
So that that's my most recent dating experience. Uh, it was on the desert where nothing is real, <laughs> and it, it made me go. I guess I'm not so bad. He has literally seventy thousand. Half of those are women. So let's say thirty thousand women to choose from, and he was a handsome. But you know, his wife wasn't real happy. No, 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 no. And and look, you know, there's a lot of this stuff that goes on now, as you know, at Burning Man and other places. This app field that I'm on, where you know people are talking about ethical non-monogamy and polyamory and all this kind of stuff. And you know, I'm okay with a, I'm okay with it myself because I'm I'm it I'm you know we're in this sort of situation. But it does get it does get complex, you know. It does, as much as everybody's trying to be really cool, it does get messy, right? I know so many people that were in, um, what did you call it? Ethical, Ethical non-monogamy. non-monogamy. Yeah. And time and time again, not for everybody, but a good, I'm going to say 30%, one party or the other falls hard in love with their secondary. Mm, yeah. And have to go to primary and say, I want to have a baby with this much younger woman or uh, this guy makes more money and I'm tired of having a dirty artist or, you know, whatever it happens to be. So it's just, and I got to tell you though, I find myself, I don't know if it's jealousy or envy, but I'll look at couples and go, have you been together since you were 16? If so, okay. But other than that, I go like, what do you mean you just met somebody online? Why, why is he dating you and not me? Where were you guys? That did you learn cribbage? And so you went to a meetup, or do you have a cousin? I've had people with me start going to church, and I'm going, <laughs> um, what do you get into there? Because a very good friend of mine from college, we never knew he was religious. And guess what? Since he's left uh, his job as a very successful lawyer, he started going to church and is on the board of his, like, yeah. you know deaconess or I, I don't know something he helped literally helps little old ladies and he is the fresh meat of his particular denomination <laughs> because he's a six-year-old man who's very kind and has money and <laughs> goes to a, a book study you know I, I i don't i just don't want to do that but <laughs> Yeah. Do you have any suggestions? So, so did you not, have you not tried salsa classes or dancing classes? Dancing classes are another one. I did dancing classes for a while and there was a, there was a Lothario in my, whatever it was. It wasn't Bilbao. It was some other, some like kind of dance thing. And there was a guy who was definitely like the, the one that everybody, all the women were like, Oh, he can dance. And you know, all of that. Aren't you, uh, am I using the word right, uh, a chanteuse or something? You're like, you are like a, a a vocal gift to the world, right? And you are uh, an acceptable size. I, I don't mean fat, or I mean you are, I'm going to guess, five, six? Five, five, yeah. Five, five, yeah. Okay. I'm six feet tall. Yeah. Think of me doing self. My body, A, doesn't move that way. And B... The people that go to dance classes that are men know how to do all that swing and they're three feet. Yeah. Over. And they want to move their head in my bosom. And I look awkward and, oh, did you play basketball? No. And the weather is the same up here. You know, that's a, no, I'm not a, I'm not a dancer. I used to go to a lot of uh, parties. 
yeah. know, underground kind of art parties and stuff. And I'm sort of not interested in them anymore for a variety of reasons. And one is that, you know, as people get older, the, the, uh, age gets younger and I, I don't need to be there as their goddess elder. <laughs> oh, but look, it's like, they're really, you know, go off with your bad bikini self, you know, that's so kind, but. And so many of these 55-year-old men who have married 40-year-olds and you're like, oh, good, you're starting your thing. And what about the reverse? Um, what about the younger guys? Because we had, we had Cindy Gallup on and she was she raving sleeps, about, yeah, she with... only sleeps, she's like, she's tall as well. Cindy's tall yeah. and she just goes out with young guys now. She's given up on age appropriate, totally given up on it. And mm. she just said, look, I, I, I've got my own life. I'm busy like you, right? You've got, you've always got stuff that you're doing. She's like, I just want somebody to hang out with from time to time, have a bit of fun with these young guys. She's like, they, they love me. They love her. Absolutely fucking love her. Maybe, maybe you've opened a window for me because (laughs) I haven't done that so much, but uh, a year ago this time, I think it was a year ago this time. Anyway, I was in Morocco it was right after their pandemic lifted. It was also, um, we arrived the day Eid started. So it was like, oh my goodness, everybody's <laughs> eating and happy again. And um, my friend Suzanne and I, oh, another one, um, were in legit a palace on an Airbnb for like 12 bucks a night. We walked in and I said to our host, who was probably 25, and he was thin and tall and harlequin romance moroccan okay oh sorry your internationals mills and boone cover moroccan (laughs) right and we walk in and i said oh i'm sorry but we we booked one room they said no this is for you but we had this palace it had been the prime minister of morocco in 1950 i guess was deposed or something and this is the grandson and they had started turning it back in trying to fix it up and it was a little gray gardens if you get that reference it was a mansion and it was sort of falling apart but it was mind-blowing and so was this fellow (laughs) and he would sit in the middle of this marble room which was just so amazing with light coming in through colored windows and you know that 13 to 16 year old flutter when you're not really sure how to date, but maybe he brushes your knee and you get (laughs) that this young man, we called him the Prince was doing that to Mm. me. He'd walk past, he got us to walk past and sort of, I'm I'm giggling. (laughs) He trailed his fingers across my shoulders and then under the table, he sort of brushed my knee. And when he left, kind of like with his little watered bright eyes, Suzanne said to me, not you, um, Suzanne said, you can do that. I will leave the room, even though it was so big. You know, we were in separate galleries. Um, or galleries. She goes, do it for the rest of the women. And I was like, oh, so I can't. He's like 12 years old. She goes, he's at least 25. You're both of legal age. And he would come in and, and sadly for a number of reasons, one was I wasn't quite sure what the health protocols in that country yeah. were. I also figured that he was probably doing this with all of his guests. Um, but um, yeah. the other big thing, he had that unique young man smell yeah. 
of certain countries that is baked into their clothes yeah. so that when he got close to kiss me on the neck, for example, <laughs> um, all I could do is smell that baked in BO <laughs> that you have to be in the country for a while to go, oh no, this is okay and acceptable. <laughs> but he was beautiful. And um, yeah, yeah, that was that was a close call, but it didn't yeah, happen. Yeah. I couldn't get past the smell. <laughs> yeah, smell yeah. is a big thing. Smell. We we don't need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> In all kinds of smell ways. Is, smell's um, really important. Like but, all senses, right? It's just not yeah, it's just not about it's like it's every it's about everything. Yeah, maybe for sure. maybe we should start a dating site where people send in a, a sample of their smell and that could be transmitted. <laughs> That could be translated. Or how much Axe body spray they <laughs> use. Yeah. If they say they douse, like I spray with Axe before I leave the house, you're like, yep, no, not only are you probably 35, <laughs> but you're going to make me yeah. ill. But that is really good. Do you know that pets have um, scientifically a different smell to them? Who does? We. Uh, really? Yeah, we, um, uh, an, along with our other mutant gene, um, MC1R, yo, represent, um, that's our mutant gene, um, <laughs> along with making our own vitamin D and going white later in life, later than mm. other people, uh, higher tolerance for pain, yeah. faster sensitivity to hot and cold, uh, we also smell slightly differently, and they identified it as far back as like the fans. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's super interesting. And it explains something as these redhead things come out. I actually feel nauseous when I smell musk on really? people. So most of the early 80s, I spent <laughs> nauseous. <laughs> but it, it sort of turns rancid on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's put the smell out there. You guys, with your thing. Let's have a dating site of, I just want to go out and have a nice yeah. night. I mean, honestly, thing, instead of like, yeah, and I think you're right. I mean, yeah. there was something about that whole charming era of Craigslist platonic dates or not so platonic that actually, I mean, was really fun because at least you could just go out with somebody with mm. no preconceived idea of anything happening. You just were like, you're in town. I live here. Let's just just meet each other and just that's it, right? And and now it's now yeah. it's all invested in um in the you know the biggest problem I see for everybody is it's 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 all about hope, right? That's all of this is about hope oh. over reality. <laughs> so, you know, you're every time you meet somebody, oh. you're trying you're hopeful, right? You're thinking this mm. could this could yeah. lead somewhere. This could be something. And then there's the disappointment that inevitably follows when you realize, you know, they're ghosting you or they've done this or they're just, you know, they turn out to be. I mean, I find that men really misrepresent their height. I mean, like, like, so <laughs> you are telling I mean, me. you must know this, but I mean, I'm a small person. And, and, you know, like most guys that will say, no matter what size they are, they start at five foot nine. They all do, <laughs> right? And you meet them and you think, 
No, um, no, I'm the same height as you are. I'm looking <laughs> into your eyes. They are at the same height as mine. You can't be more than five, six. If that, you know? Yeah. Mm. And they're like, oh, you know me. I'm like five, eight, yeah. five, nine. I'm like, no, you're fucking not. You're five, five, you're five, six, you know? So a guy that's. I've met people and they said, oh, you really are tall. It's like, what? Oh, you really? No, they'll say, no, you really are big. And I say, big as an elephant, tall as a giraffe. <laughs> and yes, I really am tall. I promise you. But men emphasize all sorts of dimensions and exa- exaggerate <laughs> all sorts of dimensions. Um, that must be terribly disappointing. Yeah, yeah. because they do think that we want to know yeah. that up front. And yeah, we just yeah. don't. Like, we just don't. But they think we do. <laughs> The stuff they think we want to know is just not true. I like what you said about the hope, though. So I'm going with the um, the thing that you guys said about you're like maybe trying to date younger, not care. Yeah. Just date being the the word instead of I'm gonna you know yeah. be with you for the next twenty yeah. years. But also hope. I'm wondering if I have in the very back of my body hope, but maybe I go there with a yeah, you know what, this is gonna suck. Maybe <laughs> go with yeah. that attitude to start with. Yeah. They pick up. On it. Yeah, yeah, and I do, and I don't think that's attractive. I mean, uh, well, I don't do that. I just go with nothing. I don't go with anything. I just go. I have no expectations whatsoever. Yeah. Now, Suzanne, you and I had a conversation before about somebody that I met, and I can't remember. Um, We're not going to use his name. Where I? No, we are certainly not. But I mentioned him to you because I can't remember why I thought you might know. Because just because it's a name and it, you start laughing goes like, eh, you said something like every single woman I know has gone out with this person. <laughs> and we started laughing because, you know, he's still, even though I blocked him and said, I said straight up awful things to him. When he comes to New York, he still gets in touch with me. And I've responded with, oh, be, you know what? I still am not going to allow you into my house to take a <laughs> bath because that was his idea of a date he wanted me to go to some opening of some sort that was going to be beneficial to him and then could we go to maybe a spa and a clothing optional <laughs> spa and i said how about if you buy me coffee first but he really wanted to come to my house and take a bath with mm. me yeah i live in new york my bath is a yeah. kitchen sink <laughs> but um it was funny it's the same thing as I said with somebody else you know when how can there be so many people in this town and you ask people, it's like, oh, yeah, no, I know him. Oh, yeah, I know, I know him. And people on OK Cupid, there are people that recycle back through when they recommend them to you that I know I saw 15. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're probably the same thing about me. <laughs> the, other, the other suggestion that I always have, but it sounds like you do it anyway, is go on the apps for like two weeks, like one app, and then and then come off it, and then come off it, and then you know, go back on another one. Like, don't stay on for too long because it's not, it's, it's kind of people see you for too long and then they think, Oh, she's been out here for too long. So I think that's, yeah, she's, yeah. 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 Anyway, listen, my phone, and I hate to end this, but my phone is telling me that we're on low battery. And normally we cut off at about 35 minutes anyway. Is that what we're um, at? Your battery's just rude to I will tell you that what you suggested just there at the end is the same with eBay. If you can't sell something, take it down for a week and put it back up as fresh. So I've gotten three tips. 
don't go cynical, change your, uh, go with hope, change your um, window of opportunity and refresh uh, the dating app. So I thank you for yeah, let us that know how, and how it goes. to our fans out there. <laughs> let us know how it goes. Keep in touch. Yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.